We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So the last part of the show is going to look at the quarterback position heading into 2024. Obviously, we just started winter workouts this past week or last past two weeks. No name players have arrived here this past two weeks. Now they're in the second week of being back on campus after the winter break. They're in their second week, obviously, in the classroom, but also their second week in the strength program. We're going to start spring ball here coming up in about a month and a half. Notre Dame's announced today that their blue gold game will be on April 20th. And when you look at each of these positions, you know, we're going to talk about is this position of strength? Is it a concern? Is it maybe a little bit of both at certain positions? And and I think when you talk about the quarterback position, I think it I think that's the answer. Is it a strength? Could be. Is it a concern? It could be. And 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 that's kind of what makes it a little. I think that's something to me that makes some of the. Yes, people like Notre Dame. They're a preseason top 10 team. I think there's some excitement about what maybe Riley Leonard could do and add to the, add to the offense, but there's still some unknowns. You know, how's his health going to be? Can he transition? There's all these different things that you have to look at and ask yourself. And the first thing you have to ask yourself is, okay, is the is the, was the ceiling raised with what was done this offseason at quarterback? And, and not just, number one, you bring back Gino Gadulli, so there's some coaching continuity. That's a positive. When you look at the arrival of Mike Denbrock, and, and this is no shot at Jared Parker, but the fact is, is Jared Parker has one year as a coordinator under his belt. Did some nice things and some things that weren't as as, as impressive and, and needed to certainly get better. And then you're replacing him with a guy that has a much longer proven track record who's coming off a year in which he led the nation's number one offense and had a Heisman Trophy winner quarterback. So that's obviously a plus. And then you're adding a quarterback in Riley Leonard that has a lot of talent, a lot of ability, a guy that people were starting to talk about maybe being a potential first-round draft pick in this upcoming draft, and then obviously the injuries derailed his season, and that could end up being a huge blessing for Notre Dame. It's it's ironic if Riley Leonard is who we hope he is at Notre Dame and turns out to be the player that I think he can be at Notre Dame, it, it will be a little bit ironic that his season was derailed by Notre Dame. He had His ankle got injured when he got sacked late in the game and fumbled uh, because of a hit that Howard Cross put on him, and he was just never the same player. If, if Riley Leonard keeps playing, doesn't have that injury, who knows how the season would have went. 
Duke was beating Florida State. So I talked about his his record being 13 and 7. Well, you have to remember he the Duke, the Florida State game counts as a loss because he started and they lost the game. But when Riley Leonard got pulled from that game, Duke was winning at Florida State. They were winning that football game. And obviously when he came out, their offense just couldn't move the ball anymore and they ended up losing that football game. But they they were winning with him in the game. And, and he wasn't even playing that well, but he just was making plays when they needed him to make plays. And the threat of Riley Leonard just allowed other players to step up. And when you lose that, the offense just couldn't, couldn't do anything. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you look at that talent that he brings to the table, the, what we saw from Steve Angeli, the, the town of the two younger players and Kenny Minchie and CJ Carr, there's no doubt in my opinion that the ceiling has been raised at Notre Dame. No question about it. But I don't know that you can argue that the floor has been raised per se, because there still are questions about Riley Leonard, not just, just beginning with how's he going to come back from the injury he had. I, there's this notion by from some that he's an injury prone quarterback that's not accurate, in my opinion, to be injury prone. You have to be someone who has a consistent history of injuries. And Riley just kind of had that one bad injury against Notre Dame that led to just some issues over the course of the year that they all stemmed from that injury. This isn't a kid that has any kind of history of, of missing. He didn't miss any time in, in 2022 at Duke. He didn't miss any time, as far as I know. I've done some research on this. I don't believe he missed any time in 2021. And I don't know of any injuries that he had that were significant during in his high school career. So I don't think he's an injury concern. I just think that was a fluky play at the end of the game. But what kind of player is Riley Leonard going to be? That's a question. So I don't know that you could argue that the quarterback position will definitely be better than it has been last year and in past years. I think the argument is the floor is still where it has been, which is there's potential, but it's still a bit of an unknown. It's very much a prove-it situation. And that's certainly true with Riley Leonard when you look at what he brings to the table. And so let's kind of talk about what some of those questions are. Number one, how quickly can Riley Leonard make the transition to Notre Dame? This is a schematic thing. 
you know, learning the terminology. When you when you talk about Mike Denbrock coming in, Mike Denbrock will take his system and adapt the current terminology to that to make it easy, probably, uh, to make it easier for the players to adjust to what he wants to do. That's usually what teams will do. They may just kind of say, hey, we're just going to let you do what you want to do, and that that's fine too. But you're going to have to learn the terminology. You're going to have to learn the offense. You're going to have to learn the technique that Notre Dame wants. You know, maybe Gino Gadouli wants him to do dropbacks a little bit differently. Maybe they want the footwork and read zone or different concepts to be different. You know, there's going to be that kind of transition period for Riley Leonard and Notre Dame. There's also going to be a transition for Riley Leonard when you look at his teammates and, and the people he's going to be playing with. There's a whole new roster of players he's got to learn to be on the same page with. And, you know, sometimes that can can happen quickly. Sometimes it, it'll it'll take time. And, and you never really know till they start working out together. And sometimes, I mean, look, I've seen this when I was a quarterback. I've seen it as a, as a coach. I've seen it at Notre Dame. There's just sometimes where a quarterback and a receiver just day one, it's like, dude, I just I love throwing to this guy. I don't know if that's going to happen with Riley Leonard. We'll, we'll find out in the next several months. But that that can happen. But it, that's going to be important. But it can't just be one guy. How does he how does he adapt with the entire room? You know, how does he how does he mesh with the running backs? They're a different style of player than what he had at, at Duke. How does he adjust with the offensive line from a cadence standpoint? You know, how quickly can he get everybody to where they're used to his cadence? There's all that's all part of the transition process. Can he get healthy and stay healthy? That's a, that's a that's a fair question. And then there's other parts about can he develop as a player? And and I'm a big Riley Leonard guy. We've been talking about Riley Leonard at Irish Breakdown really for two years, going back to his first game against Temple. You know, and 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 we've told the story before where, you know, Ryan texts me. He's like, you know, have you seen this Riley Leonard kid? And I was like, no, I haven't. He had just watched the Temple game. And so, of course, we started paying attention to him, and, and he had a heck of a year that year for Duke. So there's a ton of talent there. There's a ton of there's a ton of potential there. I'm going to have a breakdown, several break film breakdowns of him on the Irish Breakdown board. So if you're not a member there, you're going to want to do that because I've got a lot of film rooms planned for these next couple months of the Notre Dame offense under Mike Denbrock, Riley Leonard, Chris Mitchell, all these all these different things that we're going to do. But I'm going to have one on Riley Leonard that's going to look at where he needs, where he is as a player, how he impacts the run game, how just what he does changes, number one, what you can call, how you call it, meaning more tags with the quarterback run as opposed to always having to find a backside blocker or a frontside blocker. You can use the quarterback, more RPOs. But then also how he impacts the run game from how teams have to defend the run game with a quarterback like him back there. So we'll have a breakdown on that. But in order for him to truly take that next step as a player and to truly take Notre Dame over that hump, the running aspect is huge, right? But Riley's going to have to develop as a passer as well and really take his his throwing game to another level. And that's several aspects. It's footwork. You know, people have asked me, is, is he accurate enough? And I say, yeah, he's accurate. His His footwork isn't always what it needs to be, which can get him in trouble. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm. He's got a good enough arm. There's not a throw he can make. He's especially got a good arm, in my opinion, on like the 25 and under throws. He gets really good zip over the middle. He can throw. I mean, I've seen him at Duke throw 10 to 15-yard outcuts from the far hash. You know, he can muscle it up when he needs to. He doesn't have like that bazooka for an arm. He does throw with pretty good timing when he makes good reads, but he doesn't always make good reads, and he's not always on time with those decisions. And, and he had a tendency at Duke to just not throw it. If he, if he didn't feel comfortable, so that limited some of the, the turnover-worthy plays, but he's going to have to get better in that regard, make quicker decisions, uh, get the ball out on time, and then be a little bit more aggressive as a thrower. I want to see him be a little bit more aggressive as a thrower. And there were 
there was a couple games, if you go back to his 2020 season, one of the knocks on him is, is the deep ball. He didn't hardly threw any deep balls in 2023 at Duke. He didn't throw a ton in 2022 either overall on the season. But if you do look at his production, there was a couple games where they, they were more aggressive uh, as an offense that I thought you saw Riley Leonard really show his potential as a quarterback. And, and some of the things that I think he can bring to the table that I think we'll see a lot more of at Notre Dame, and I'll break some of those things down. But, you know, but one of them was just looking at the, the, the deep ball ability against, Duke, against Kansas, for example. He only threw four deep balls, but he completed three of them for 114 yards and a touchdown, and he was getting the ball over the top on post routes. He was getting outside go balls. He was thrown, which I thought were really impressive. And then later in the season when the matchup against Wake Forest was another game where you saw him hit some really good deep balls. He went two of uh, two of seven, but the two that he hit were huge plays down the right side on goal balls. One was a back shoulder throw with two minutes left to win the game. And then he had another, uh, I think it was about a 20, about, actually about a, a little over a 30-yard touchdown pass that he threw up the right sideline, just dropped it on a dime, perfect cover, just boom, hit it over the outside where you really saw his potential uh, as a as a downfield thrower now it's just about being more consistent improving his game and I'll have a film breakdown on this you know when he where he misses and when he misses and why he misses and things like that that's got to be enhanced and be improved and here's a couple things that I also know are also true he's going to have a better running back core the kids at Duke were good football players but the kids at Notre Dame are just more talented he's going to have bigger weapons I mean his receivers at Duke were six foot and below his leading receiver with the last two years was a kid who he beat out at quarterback to earn the starting job in 22, and then they moved that kid to receiver. He's certainly going to have better weapons at Notre Dame, and there's the potential for him to really take his game to that next level, and it's not just about him getting better. He needs to get better, but his job will be made easier because he'll have a better supporting cast around him, and that's very, very, very important. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While there is a, certainly a need for him to enhance his game and improve his footwork and decision-making and all those type of things, and I expect that to happen, or I should say expect it, I'm hopeful that that happens. It's a little different than him doing it at Duke, where he's going to have to do it with a supporting cast that just, if we're being honest, is just inferior to the one he's going to have in Notre Dame. Now, he did have a very good veteran offensive line in 2023 at Duke. The Notre Dame offensive line will be far less experienced. But the, the size and overall talent is, is significantly greater. Outside of Graham Barton, there's not another guy on that Duke offensive line that you look at and say, yep, that guy's got more ability than the kids that Notre Dame has. Now, can they play to that? That's a different story for a different day. We'll have that offensive line break down here coming down uh, the pike here in a few weeks. But right now, it, you, you look at it and say the size and talent is certainly there. So let's, let's kind of look at when you look at this, this quarterback room. You know, is Notre Dame where it needs to be? Well, the answer is no, because we don't – it's it's a show-me situation, right? Riley Leonard has all the potential for this answer to be yes. Kenny Minchie has the talent for this answer to be yes. C.J. Carr has the answer to, for the, for this to be yes. Uh, 
is Notre Dame, does Notre Dame have the talent to have a quarterback room and a starting quarterback that is good enough to go beat anybody? Yes, the talent is there, no question. But is the play going to be there? Don't know. That's a show-me mode. But I'll say this. When I look at Riley Mills, I see a guy that has a chance to be special. I, I really do. He has a chance to be dynamic. And if he's as good as I think he can be, and if he's as good as not just me, this isn't just a Brian Driscoll breaking down film thinking this thing. It's also about what I what I hear from NFL people, uh, what's reported out there from, from NFL scouts. And, and Ryan's talked to people that have talked about Riley Leonard being a potential first-round draft pick. It's not just me. It's also coming from Notre Dame. Part of the reason Riley Leonard was the guy that Notre Dame targeted and was really the only guy that Notre Dame targeted in the port of this offseason was because there was a conversation that was had with the scouting department and Marcus Freeman with the defensive staff who had to spend an entire week preparing for this kid. And let's just say that they presented an argument for why this kid is incredibly hard to prepare for and the things that he can do looking at it from a defensive standpoint as they had to defend him and prepare for him and then defend him. And they understand how good he can be. And if Riley Leonard is as good as I think he can be, this offense has a chance to be really, really dangerous. Because number one, he's going to make a ton of plays. He's going to make a ton of plays with his arm. He's going to make a ton of plays with his legs. And like I said, I'll have film breakdowns showing all of this, especially what he can do with his legs uh, on the Irish, on the premium board at boards.irishbreakdown.com. It'll be for premium members only. Uh, number one, he has the skills to help the offensive line transition, meaning he can take some of the pressure off of the offensive line. How does he do that? How, how does he also take some, some, some pressure off of the running game? Because you have to account for him. In the past, you'd have to kind of, you know, you'd have to have your your front side blockers. You needed your black backside blockers. You would have to find a way to get your tight ends involved in sealing the backside and getting an extra hat to the front side and all these different things. And when Notre Dame showed run action, and, and there was a stretch during the season where they hardly ever ran play action. So when Notre Dame would show run action, teams would just fly downhill and just eat the run game up, which and it's really amazing how good Audric Estime was this year and the other running backs were that they were able to make so many plays in those situations. And so you're bringing a guy to the table that we saw this year. I mean, how many times did you all see uh, Notre Dame go in motion with a tight end or, or a receiver and the other team would just crash off that edge and just when you saw run action, they would just crash off that edge and eat Audric Estime up or, or eat the other running back up. You can't do that with Riley Leonard unless you just want to get absolutely burned. I mean, he's the kind of guy that, that you know, we, we saw this back with Deshaun Kaiser back in 2015. You know, Temple, really aggressive defense back under Matt Rule, and they had been giving the Notre Dame offense a lot of problems, and they they ran a play where they just kind of crashed off the backside. Notre Dame ran read zone, like Dan Brock was the OC. Deshaun Kaiser pulls it, goes out the back door, 75, 70, 75 yard touchdown, changes the, completely changes the game. Well, you you weren't afraid of that last year, Notre Dame. You weren't afraid of that in 2021, 2022, once Tyler Buckner got hurt. You weren't afraid of that in 2021. You weren't afraid of that during the Ian Book era because Ian Book, all his damage came from scrambles. I mean, Ian Book was a dangerous quarterback with his legs, but it was all from a scrambling standpoint. It wasn't from a run game standpoint. And then when you look at what, you know, Riley Leonard having a, a lot of experience with the RPO game, Mike Dembrox likes to run a lot of RPOs. He has the ability to take a lot of that pressure off of the offensive line in the run game because they don't have to account for as many hats. It's harder to put as many guys in the box against Riley Leonard unless you just are going to say we're just going to make we're going to make you beat us with the throwing game, which I think teams will do early, no question. Texas A&M will probably do that, but you're you're going to have a situation where this guy can make you pay for that, 
as a runner and as a passer. He's a guy that, that, as I mentioned, has the potential to be a really good downfield thrower. And if he makes the jump that I think he's going to, to make as a player, and or should say maybe can make as a player, that's going to be a much bigger part of it. And, and again, he just makes the offense a lot more difficult to prepare for. You're going to have an expanded RPO game, an expanded quarterback run game, an expanded quarterback read game, and a guy that can can just take a – I mean, I've seen plays with Riley Leonard. I saw this against Clemson. It was third down. Uh, I think at the time Clemson had a lead. They run a quarterback run. He gets hit in the backfield by two guys, bounces off of them. Next thing you know, he's running up the sideline for like a 40-yard gain to set up a go-ahead touchdown in a game that Duke eventually pulled away and won 28-7 over Clemson. He just does things like that to where when we saw how much Mike Dembrock took advantage of that at LSU this season, it's – it's a quarter. It's an offensive coordinator's dream to be able to say, hey, "I'm going to call the plays." But if it does, if it's not there, if something, you know, if if things break down, if the looks not where we wanted it to be, if the pressure comes, can you go make something happen? And in this past season, if the call wasn't there, if it wasn't what it needed to be, if the look wasn't right, all these type of things, that it was over. You didn't have a quarterback that could really go do anything about it. Now you do. Now you have a quarterback that with his legs and with the RPO game can do something about it. And that dynamic to me is why the potential is there for the quarterback room and the, and the production of quarterback to take a big, big jump in 2024. I think Riley Leonard has that kind of ability. The question is, can he turn that potential into production? You hear me say that phrase all the time. That's still a, a that's still where I'm at because as, as high as I am on Riley Leonard, I think we are probably all on the same page. I'm in. I'm, it's a show me situation. You got to show it to me. Love the talent. Love the potential. Uh, love the offensive coordinator hire for that fits him. I mean, Mike Dembrock's had what four or five seasons, four to five seasons during his tenure with a quarterback that had ten or more rushing touchdowns. Fits right into what Riley Leonard does, but also needs a guy that can hurt you with his arm, and Riley Leonard can certainly do that. So. The town is there. You've got C.J. Carr coming in. So you've got two newcomers with a ton of ability. Steve Angeli and, and Kenny Mitch, are both a year older. The potential to have impact play, impact play at quarterback this year is significantly greater. Now it's time that they go out and do it. And this is a big year for Gino Gadulli as well. I, I did not think they did enough to get Sam Hartman going last year, but you also then can't and, – and that's on the quarterback's coach, right? But you also can't discount – how much we saw Steve Angeli improve as a player. That that also is something that you have to then give Gino Gadulli for. So how does he handle the transfer situation this year? How will how involved will he be in really helping Riley Leonard develop his game? Same with Mike Dembrock. So it's a big year for Gino Gadulli. And if he has a good year, the quarterback play will be much, much better. And if the quarterback play is much, much better, then you're going to see this offense be really, really good. Because you think about it, they scored 39 points a game last year finished in the top 10 nationally in scoring and yards per play with all the issues that they had at quarterback and receiver. Imagine what they could do if that gets rectified. And that's what gets me excited. So that's why I wanted quarterback to be the first thing that we talked about today on, on the, or in this, on this breakdown, because if that position gets right, it fixes so many other things and it gives this team a chance to really, really, really be special in 2024. So we'll have more breakdowns coming your way. We'll obviously go through each position. We'll go offense, defense, kind of rotate offense, defense. This will be part of a lot of my Tuesday, Wednesday shows here, Moot coming forward at the different times I'll be having solo shows and we'll be breaking these things down. 
and uh, really in, enjoying this. I'm looking forward to it because I really am excited about this roster. I'm really excited about the potential of this roster. But that word, you're going to hear me use that word a lot as I break down this roster potential. But how good this team is going to be is going to be determined by how how much we can get rid of using that word and talk about what it is. And that's not true, more true than anywhere else other than quarterback. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Do me a favor, hit that like button for me, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast. If you have not already done so, uh, sign up for the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com. We would greatly appreciate that. If you like what we're doing at Irish Breakdown and you want to support us, you want to help us grow, grow our staff, grow all the different things that we're trying to do, help us put out different type of content and have all those type of things, your support of the message board is a big, big, big part of that. It's $4.99 a month. It is $49.99 for a year. Very, very well priced. And if you want to join, go even be up and bond, be up above and beyond that, we do have our Booster Club, which uh, not only supports us even more, but also gets you some free IB merch. So you're a if you sign up for the Shamrock or Blue Club, you get a free IB Club mug. If you sign up for the Gold Club, you not only get the mug, but you also get an IB Gold Club t-shirt. So definitely want to check that out. You can find all that at boards.irishbreakdown.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.